Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. One, two, clink. Cheers. Cheers. That's literally my line. Who says clink out loud? Cheers, girls. One, two, three, clink. Or one, two, clink. One, two, three, cheers. Welcome to Crying in Public. The city is so noisy, all the time, and hot. Oh my god, I filmed a sponsorship today. <laughs> I filmed the Balls Vodka sponsorship today. Mm. And my intro, I just want lightning. Excuse me? Oh fuck, it's gonna rain at nine. Of course, every time I walk out the house, Celine wants to <laughs> boom, boom, boom. I filmed the vodka sponsorship today, and I led into it. Like, it literally sounds like I'm depressed. <laughs> I thought it was really funny, but I started the video with like, does New York City ever just want to make it? And then I slammed the vodka bottle down on the counter and I was like, this makes me look like I'm super addicted to like balls vodka. And that's just not the mood. So at the end of the video, I had to put like, for your bad and more importantly, your good days, balls vodka is here. Oh, alcoholism. (laughs) You know what I was thinking about today? What? If like someone from like a foreign planet, like an alien came down to earth and like chose me to explain things to them one of the hardest things to explain would be what is the purpose of pepper like like pepper the seasoning yeah because like i could obviously say like if you put salt in something it makes it like have a bit more flavor like it makes it less bland what the fuck does pepper do pepper i think is just like an acquired taste and somehow got looped into with salt like why is pepper like the goat like Salt yeah, like and pepper. salt and pepper. Yeah. Pepper is just, is it pepper just spicy salt? Because it's not even spicy. It just makes it, you know, like. I'm going to look it up. What is pepper's purpose? But like if someone explained to you, like, why do you put pepper in your food? Like, what would you say to make it more? Coarse? You been putting that shit in your food for texture? I don't know. If it's okay. like, because whatever you would use pepper for, you could just use salt for, you know? So, here we go. These are things I think okay. about during the day. Apparently, it's the perfect blend of garlic, oregano, and black pepper, and Latin spices that adds quick flavor to any meat, chicken, fish, or vegetable. So, I guess it is flavor. How is pepper a Latin spice if it's literally just a peppercorn? I don't know. 
Ew, I hate peppercorns. Like, pepper I like, but if it's like a big piece of pepper, ew. Oh, no. This just gave me the definition for the Goya, Goya adobo all-purpose seasoning with yeah, pepper. Yeah, I was like garlic and oregano. Isn't it just black pepper? That's so funny. I looked up, like, what is pepper's purpose this seasoning, and that's what it gave me. <laughs> God. Anyway, hi. Welcome back to two dumb bitches who literally don't know okay, what the fuck we're talking about. You didn't answer about. my question. Why do we use black pepper? Why would, why would you tell I the alien? I don't know. I don't like black pepper. Like, whenever the waiter comes up to me and asks if he wants pepper, I say yes because I would literally throw myself out the restaurant window if there was a moment of awkwardness between me and anybody. But I want to say no. I want to, like, write a paper called, like, Black Pepper's Fall from Greece. Because I feel like it's less, like, you don't, like, I think yeah. you just, people use pepper because it goes with salt, but you whenever you use pepper. It doesn't really go with salt, is the question here, right? What if it's, like, interracial propaganda? You know what? Um, I had a rat in my freshman year apartment, and I named her Pepper. Oh, yeah, that one girl on your TikTok that's like, I'm Pepper. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. She's 14. Feel, yes, she is. Yeah. I checked. She's very 14. She's very much a 14. What do you think is cringier? Like 14 year olds now or 14 year olds when we were 14? Because we were cringy as fuck. We were like peace sign around your like eye. One Direction, mm. Have My Babies, fanfiction, Tumblr. Okay, we were, we, were, we were weird. We were weird. But I feel like what generation's worse? Because like generation before us was wearing like chunky belts and tank tops over long sleeve shirts. So like I feel like every generation could be embarrassing but i find this generation to be just like a little bit more cringe Mm -hmm. just because i agree i think our gen like the generation now that's super 14 (laughs) that's extremely 14 (laughs) i think that the 14 year olds now are actively trying so hard to be like older like Addison Ray and Charlie D'Amelio and like all of these TikTok stars who are our age but we think they're cringy our they're age. Our age? They, yeah I around there. Charlie was like 14. Charlie is like Charlie's like 20 or 19 but Dixie's our age. I don't follow any of them that's probably the proudest like part of my life. Yeah um here's your Grammy. Charlie's 16. Ch- right now? Mm-hmm. She's 16 right now? Yeah, she's born 2004. I could have sworn she was, um... I mean, she just turned 17. She's May 1st, 2004. I knew she was, like, awkwardly young. She looks like a baby. Oh, no way! Okay, then maybe I guess I was just thinking about Dixie, because I know Dixie is our age. Just talks like this. Yeah. Um, I don't really get them at all. But I will give it to the 14-year-olds slash younger. They are the only reason why we have TikTok. Yeah. Because... I feel like our generation didn't find TikTok until quarantine. Mm-hmm. But, like, I know, like, my nieces that are 13 now and 12. We're using TikTok, like, three years ago. And I babysit them. I'm like, what the fuck are you using? They're doing like, weird dances and shit. And they're like, TikTok. And I was like, okay, that's some weird, like, little kid app. And then two years later, suddenly our generation's like, oh, my God, TikTok. Yeah, so would you agree, like, the 14-year-olds are cringy now because, like, they have this really cringy platform to kind of, like, guide them. But, like, when we were younger... We were just trying to, like, literally have Harry Styles' child. Like, that's all we were trying to do. The thing about our, like, old Instagrams. Yeah, like the, mm, the little Yeah, or, like, sign. we had also had Facebook where I'd be like, yeah. if I don't like you, I'm not going to tag you. And it would, like, cause drama. Yeah, or, like, poke you. Like, I'm not going to poke you today. Yeah. Or, like, if I liked a guy, I would just poke him. That's a little bit weird. That's very weird. And you know what else really characterizes our extremely 14-ness is, um, like, that kind of, like, emo phase where it's, like, the black choker... Uh, but it was like slight emo. Like everybody was kind of this emo. It was like God, the choker. For seven year street. Yeah, you were actually goth, yeah. but like the emo, cute like Tumblr phase, which very much coincides with like I want to shove Harry Styles' penis down my throw pipes. Is like the plaid skirt, the knee high socks, the little choker, can silly bands. You know, because at first you had you had the porn thing going until yeah. you said silly bands. Oh, but yeah. I think it's weird how, like, <laughs> yeah, those same people who had, like, that phase mm-hmm. two years earlier had Christian Girl Autumn phases. Yeah. Like, the big old ugly-ass scarves and, like, the Hans-Kiss latte and Oh, you can't forget the converse with that little plaid choker look. You can't forget the high-top Girl, converse. That or that. I was, I had two phases. I had, a, I had like, a Ralph Lauren phase mm-hmm. because of the click. I was obsessed with the girl that only wore, like, Mitch Ralph Lauren. And then I would just go off the rest of the time. Love it. I like to think that I started it. I started a lot of things. What other thing do you think you started? Because I actually kind of think Smush. you did. Really? I started Smush. I think there was something else, though. 
There's a lot of things I started. If I think about it, I'm honestly the biggest trendsetter I know, but like not in a cute way. I know. I know what you started. The mm, the pouty emoji. You started that, guaranteed. I did. I did. Absolutely People try did. to take credit for that and no. <laughs> you absolutely did because I haven't seen it anywhere until you put it in our friend group chat and I saw it and then we started doing it and then everybody started doing it. And I most people it tried to claim it and I was like, you should sit down. Yeah. Okay, I will say this. I'm not a trendsetter in terms of like the world and some things. Okay. But in friend groups, I do be set in trends yeah. because I just be creative, you know? And we just want to be creative. And then I just, it's, it's so much work. <laughs> it's so hard. You did uh, something else too. You did something. It was funny. The white heart. You did the white heart. I did that the white was heart. you. I still do the white heart. It's yeah. like my thing. I've done a lot of things. It's just so hard to keep track of them. The white heart emoji is so nice because the red heart emoji implies I want your love. Dick in my nose, or you're my mother. Yeah. The white heart's a little less intimate. Yeah. I, I if like I it. gave you a yellow heart, just don't ever talk to me again. People who use like blue and purple hearts too. I'm like, you really went all that way to find them. Guys, it's so hot outside that I have to walk home from work, and it's like 20 blocks and five avenues, which is a very long time. And I looked like I literally ran a marathon today, and it was very embarrassing because mm-hmm. I literally was just walking. I was telling Sydney earlier oh today God, that I ha- I'm not gonna, but I had the riff off from Pitch Perfect in my head all day, and I said it to Sydney, and oh my God, the look she gave me. <laughs> Guys, I think that movie was punishment. It was the best movie I've ever seen. I think it was one of the tribulations. <laughs> it's one of the seven the signs of the coming. deadly sins. Because not only was every act in that movie just awful, all the jokes were so offensive. The singing sucked. They somehow took all the blackest songs and then just ruined them and put them all together in one song that was also horrible. Mm-hmm. And then kept singing it over and over again. And then the movie would be over. You'd be like, oh, thank God, I'm, I'm done with it. <laughs> then you go to school. And then every bitch is, I saw the sign. I hate that song so much. It really makes my blood boil. You know what I will say, to your point, is that, um, oh, God, what's her name in real life? Fuck. Anna Kendrick. No. She's also, okay, Anna Kendrick has a hold on people that I don't understand. Oh, yeah, she plays, hates Anna Kendrick. She plays the same character in every single movie, and it's a white girl that only has one tone of voice, who's, like, just so really normal, and all the guys think it's sexy that she's like, normal. Wait, do you want to hear my impression of Anna Kendrick? <laughs> I'm gonna try to, let me try to, like, get in the zone. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Ew, I hate it so much. All the guys are like, fuck, she's hot. Wait, this is her, ready? This is her. I got my ticket for the long way around. She, like, really pronounces her R's. Yeah. So and the funny. thing is, it's, like, um, everything that was funny about that movie, like, I ate my twin in the womb or, like, vertical running, were just all offensive. Yeah. Also, Rebel Wilson's character in that was really funny. But um, you know what? It really triggered at my school this whole, like, kind of fat insert name kind of thing but everybody was like fat whoever and it was the worst thing ever that I've ever experienced that was my uh when did it come out when did Pitch Perfect come out if I was at an all-girls school it just simply would not work yeah it was in middle school yeah like it was our middle school was plagued with like oh my god fat Karen oh my god (laughs) fat Lily like we were all like what are you talking about yeah I just that movie just needed to not come out ever they somehow they okay I never remember hearing girls trying to sing No Diggity. And I'm like, oh my God, it's there's a No Diggity, why. you gotta back it up. And I keep fucking seeing all these fucking acapella groups on my fucking. Like, aren't you guys supposed to be in COVID? Aren't y'all singing a little close to each other? Stop singing, stop posting, and go sing in your bedroom by yourself. I hate. I like acapella groups, they're cute and all. Yeah. I just hate when they have like the pitch perfect style and they sing pitch perfect songs. Sydney loves pitch perfect. Especially that one song. I song, sign. Oh, it makes me want to literally punch a wall. Like, it makes my blood boil. <laughs> It's like right up there with like Candace Owens. How do you feel about the TikTok trend then? You must hate it. I've blocked every time I see anything resembled the noise. I'm trying to figure out if I can block the hashtag. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And there's all those like dueling acapella groups. I don't care. I did not sign up for this. Blocked. Mm-mm. What kind of videos on TikTok do you click not interested in? Like give me like top three. I saw the signs. I saw the signs. Um, skinny girls who are born skinny and are literally negative 10 pounds that are like, this is what I eat in a day. And it's like three pretzels half a potato roll and a glass of water and everyone's like oh my god please give me your tips blocked um yeah that's about <laughs> it that's it i my tiktok i like my tiktok because it's not like one specific thing mm-hmm. it's like i don't like i don't get any new york videos which i low-key kind of like low-key because i feel like i get tired of like i went to this club today i went to this club today this club's cool this club's cool oh my god finance plane so i get like babies and grandmas and funny stuff 
Except for now, whoever I hang out with and talk about TikTok to, I start getting what they watch. Because if I talk to like a guy about TikTok and he tells me about like tattoos, I'll get tattoos on my For You page. And I'm like, why are you guys listening so intently? Like I started getting Call of Duty videos and I was like, fuck this. I feel a lot of pride right now because I think I might just be the only New York City influencer that you actually like. Yeah, because you don't do like, guys, if you want to be cool, go to this club. Or like, are you an intern? Ew. I hate the ones that are like that. I have a perfect segue into our topic relating to this topic that we are now discussing. And that is the word chuggy. It has to be my least favorite word in the Gen Z dictionary. It See, is... I don't even think it's a Gen Z dictionary. I think it's a TikTok dictionary. So I had never heard of the word until I went. Like, someone mentioned it in a TikTok I saw. I was like, what the fuck? It's my least favorite thing because it would be funny if it was just used to be funny. But, like, I just don't think putting other people's style down and, like, clothes that, like, people... Cause I, heard, I saw some girl on TikTok called Lululemon leggings chuggy and I'm like people wear those like what do you and like people who call like New York City restaurants and like bars and rooftops chuggy I'm like how are you going to call an entire establishment chuggy like it was taken way out of context and it's funny because the girl who actually invented the word chuggy like made a TikTok about it and was like I've created a monster like what did I do and I'm like yeah you did honestly like I've never said that word out loud I'm not going to start now but I feel like if you say that word you are it itself like, yeah. if you feel me to describe things as that, then baby girl. And then people on TikTok, they're like, oh my god, that's so chuggy. They're the same people that wear what they're accusing of being. Yeah, like, Zara's chuggy. Like, okay, you're telling me you never bought anything from Zara, fucking liar. On the sto- on the um, train today, I found a really good TikTok idea I'm going to do. What is it? It was, like, a list of things that if I'm wearing them, it's a cry for help. It's <laughs> funny. Um, chacos, because, no. Golden gooses. I'm being possessed. I'm being possessed by a white girl from Alabama. Those little unitard-looking things with mm-hmm. the shorts that are, like, literally a onesie. Are you four? Um, I had a very long list. I was just thinking about it today, and it made me happy. That's funny. You need to start posting more on your TikTok after you've done the LSAT. Oh, yeah, guys. If you're hearing this, uh-uh-uh, if you're listening, which you are, because you just hear me say that. DM the Crying in Public account or Sydney's personal account. Wish her luck on the LSAT. She's taking them this weekend. Has been studying her butt off. People no keep alcohol. DMing me asking about it. And I'm like, Nothing. really? I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I haven't been drinking, guys. And I just like want to enjoy my last bit of summer, but I can't. Because once I finish the LSAT, I have to do my honors thesis in literally a week. Because I was supposed to do it this entire summer and I didn't. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount+, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. 
tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Ew, The Kissing Booth is now on Netflix. Bro, they need to stop releasing that movie. Hate that movie. I just find it to be uncomfortable. You know who likes it? My boyfriend. I hate that guy. How many guys, how many times can y'all kiss at a booth? I don't understand. It's been three movies. Like, please get a new concept. What's really upsetting and like disturbing to me about that is there are actually like 13 year old girls who are like, oh my God, the acting. It's like how we felt about High School Musical. Like, that's how they feel now about like, Kissing Booth and uh, To All the Boys I've Loved Before. I actually liked To All the Boys Love Before. I liked the first one. I hated one. it so much. So, no one's in Tineo, the way his neck connects to his face, he's a feck. Have I ever talked talk about feck on here? Face neck? Yeah. So, guys, oh, that's one thing I did invent. Yeah. Like, I'm into that. Like, there is not a single, whoever, whoever, whoever tries to say they invented that word, I will personally come for their neck or their feck <laughs> because I invented that word through my body and soul and heart when I was in seventh grade because this girl in my grade had a feck and it used to bother me so much. So if you guys haven't heard of feck, I don't think I've ever talked about it on here, but obviously feck is something that you can't control. Feck is something that you're just, it's like a genetic quad you're born with. Genetic quad. And I'm not blaming you for having a feck. I just find them to be interesting, you know? Because yes. the difference between having a double chin and a feck. Like, I have double chin. I have double chin. And it's okay because it's an extra layer of love. We all have double chins at this point because we're all looking down so much at our phones. Yeah. Mine's just because I'm chunky with it. Yeah. You're um, chunky. I am, but it's okay. I like it. You're not. You're just, like, thick and voluptuous butt. That's Thank you. all it is. Not to say I'm chunky, but I, I, I think it's cute. It is cute. I tell myself that. That has to do with our topic. We'll talk about that in a second. Feck does not mean you have a double chin, because I have a double chin. Feck is when literally the tip of your chin is your neck, because of the way your bones are structured. And like, if you guys ever look up Noah Centineo, it just goes forehead neck, you know? And when he would act, I could not not stare at the feck, and it made me not be able to appreciate his acting. So if there's anything that he's in it, I will not watch, because I will stare at his neck. The entire time it's like kinkles for your face yeah his neck isn't thinner than his face it just goes right down it's like a football neck people yeah. hate football have thick ass necks i don't really know why uh do you remember when his nudes were leaked our freshman yeah, year big college. old dong. yeah <laughs> i looked respectfully <laughs> because it was on my timeline yo yeah. i don't know what it was senior year of high school like everyone's leaked like the sprouse brothers leaked yeah his leaked Oh my god, Chris Evans leaked. He did, okay, it's different though, because I would never go search for someone's nudes like that, because obviously it's not consensual, and like I wouldn't want to invade anyone's privacy like that. But like, two, there were two instances where like it fell onto my eyes. One was <laughs> Chris Evans, because he posted it himself on accident, and I had to respectfully look to respectfully <laughs> admire. Chris Evans, I don't even know, I could write a soliloquy <laughs> about how much I love that man. Oh, sorry, I'm getting overwhelmed right now. Calm down. Um, and the other is James Franco because I knew a guy who knew a girl who was having an affair with him as a student, and he sent her a picture, and the picture was just so disturbing. Was like his whole face was in it, and he was like smiling really creepily. So they showed me. I didn't ask for it. They put it in my face. It fell onto my eyes. His head looks like it's just so necky. Like his 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 forehead is his neck. I looked up um, feck just to be positive that I did start it and I did. And apparently feck is how I actually people say fuck. And so someone said, what does feckin' Egypt mean? And they're like, it means you fucking idiot in Irish. Feckin' Egypt. Feckin' Egypt. My favorite thing about Love Island is when there's anyone Welch, Welsh, Welch, Welch, or Irish, because I already can't see what they're saying. Welch, I put them captions the on and I still don't understand. Welch the Grape Company? No, if you're from Wales. No, you said Welch, though. Yeah, isn't it Welch or Welsh? Welsh. Welch is the grape company, that's what I said. Oh, I thought Welsh company. was the language and Welch was the people. I am just simply making fun of you because it's no, awesome. you're right. I did, when I, first, when I first said it, I was like, Welch, Welch, Welch. Yes. Get it on the record. Wow, there's like four famous Welsh people. Sydney is right. Thank you. Guys, I don't know what it is. I, I have a problem being wrong. Like, not really, but especially well, with men. Yeah. Like when men tell me I'm wrong, something in my heart goes. No, I feel the same way because with okay, this is interesting. I think that 
whenever a guy tells me like, oh, I'm wrong or like corrects me about something or kind of gets a little defensive about something, it sets me off on like this tangent, like this angry, like, (sighs) but then whenever like a girl is like, or like my mom or like someone's like, oh, you like said this wrong or like this wrong or like, oh, like makes fun of me for doing so. I like don't care at all. It's like, I feel like I never correct you. I just laugh at you. Yeah. No, you never do. You said one word that You're always so me. nice about it, you know? Like, I, I feel like whenever I was in high school and stuff, oh, and this relates to our topic, dot, 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 dot. Finally, I In high school, it. yeah, literally. In high school, it's been 24. In high school and stuff, I feel like um, I really definitely had, like, that kind of, like, dumb blonde reputation, but, like, not in the good way. You know what I mean? Like, Elle Woods was like... <laughs> Sorry, the way you said that. A dumb a dumb blonde, <laughs> but not in a good way. <laughs> no, like, Elle, I'm talking about, like, Elle Woods would be, like, the good way, you know? Because, like, she got into Harvard, and she's cute, and she's hot, and is tits, like, whatever. But, like, I was kind of, like, never just really taken seriously whatsoever at all. So it was kind of annoying and kind of, like, made me feel a little bit, like, worthless because... You know, I was in such an academically challenging school and I, I'm very book smart. I get like straight A's and stuff, but you know, sometimes a lot of times I like say stuff wrong or I do stuff wrong. And it like, I used to get such bad anxiety about it until I came to college because I'd actually get like criticized. Like you, you make, you, you, you poke at me cause we're friends and we're both allowed to do that to each other. And cause we're Dumb close and, and know each other like that. And I know you're not being serious in high school it was more less of that and more like um like are you like you're literally like oh my god did you just hear what you fucking said like oh my it was like kind of like mean girl scenario and it was really annoying and very prominent so yeah i'm an absolute know-it-all yeah. not in a bad yes in a bad way <laughs> not in you're like not in the, a bad way not in like that i know everything kind of way but in the way that i spend an abnormal amount of my daily time either looking at random things or thinking about random things, or becoming very versed in very random topics, so that if they ever came up in conversation, I would know. You know? I don't think you're a know-it-all at all. I just think you're very well-knowledged about stuff. I think you're very street smart. That's what I think about you. Thank you. Oh, I'm absolutely... I think I'm book smart, not street smart. Really? Yeah. I think I'm book smart, not street smart. You know what? I think neither street of us are street <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but... Okay, one thing. I, no, you're very aware. That's the word. You're aware where I'm not. That's it. This is what right? I find funny about you, though, that I actually right. very much respect. When I'm wrong about things, I throw, not, I don't throw a tantrum. I feel embarrassment for four <laughs> days straight. It's the point where I'm like, seeing never ever speak again. When Sarah's wrong, she's so confident about it that I really, <laughs> pra- like, yesterday we were leaving, we were literally at the restaurant downstairs from our apartments, like, literally the bottom part of our apartment, eating and studying. And we go to leave, and Sarah starts to walk across the street, does a pivot U-turn, and acts like nothing happened. I was like, were you about to walk across the street? We live right here. because Cindy's just standing there staring at me, but I pretended like you didn't notice for a yeah. second. And you were like, were you Yeah, she literally was like, no. I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, she's funny. But I think awareness is like the thing. Yes. And I, that's it, I think. And I think that segment perfectly into our topic that we've been trying to get into for 30 minutes <laughs> is confidence. Because I feel like that's one thing we haven't asked. We, I say this every week, but we haven't asked a lot about that on... The IG? The IG DMs. I need to answer those. Leave me around. Give me batch of booze. I, at the end of every episode, I'm always like, Sydney answers all the DMs. No, I usually do. <laughs> yeah, you because do. Because of yeah. the LSAT, I, there's about 20 I need to get to. Sometimes we might back up, like, hey girl, what's up? How's your, how'd your first kids go? You know? That's so nice. I love the community. The, like, the very small community that we yeah. have. It's, it's awesome. It's, I mean, I'm saying like 4,000 per episode is like a small community, but yeah. that's very exciting. We have that's created awesome. a universe. Yeah. Um, it's confidence because obviously it's <laughs> 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 <Sorry. laughs> Um we probably had very different experiences. We never talked about this before. Actually, we do talk about it all the time. I just got really deep about like my confidence. So like now yeah. it's time for you. So, yes. so I'll talk about like a very small little penis. Is that rain? I can't tell. Titties. Yeah. She's literally what's it called? She was naked. She was naked. I'm naked. But she's motivating me right now. Yeah. She's literally motivating. She just has her tits in the window, guys, like <laughs> fully facing our entire building. She's just putting away laundry. Oh my god, I feel so. Why bad. are you putting away laundry butt naked <laughs> in front of your window with the lights on, facing out into the city? <laughs> Oh my god. Well, I'm sure she probably sees me naked daily, so. <laughs> sorry, I was gonna be a gagging noise, then a burp came out. Um, anyway, guys. Anyway, sorry. You have um, a small. Yes, I was gonna give a small snippet of my journey. 
to confidence. To whatever this is, I call confidence. So I say this all the time. It's a joke, but it's actually very serious and not a joke. Is that my view of confidence? Because as you guys know, I'm very much self-deprecating. And that was funny as hell, though, because someone commented one of my pictures from the crying on public community. And they were like, you call yourself ugly a lot, but you're not ugly. I was like, oh, did you call <laughs> I thought it was so funny, though. That's really funny. Um, I'm going to find it and show you. <laughs> you call yourself ugly. You're not ugly. <laughs> <I was laughs> thank like, you. Thank you. Um, I always say this, and I actually do mean it. Because, like, I am very self-deprecating. Like, just how I've, like, come to learn my, love myself is, like, through humor. Because, like, I did grow up ugly, and that's why I'm funny. And so I always say that, like, no one hates me more than me, but no one loves me more than me either. So, like, there's nothing that someone can say to me or try and hurt me with that like I'm not gonna be like oh well you right though and I think that's why I could achieve some level of uh, fame because he would be like oh my god your forehead's big and I'd be like bestie I know what about it you know like nothing they're saying is gonna hurt me you know the two extremes are obviously I'm worth nothing and then the other extreme is I'm everything so I think both of those extremes are a big part of this conversation it's not just people who have self-confidence issues negatively it's people who have self-confidence issues too positively like egotistical people narcissists and things like that and I think that being like self-aware is a great way like what you just said it's a great way to be in the middle and be like so when people kind of like criticize you you can be like okay well I mean like yeah you have a point you don't have to be so rude about it but like yeah and it makes you like take things with a grain of salt so I think that's a really nice approach because like my thing is I don't think confidence thing that you're perfect it's knowing that you're not perfect and being okay with it absolutely who put that on a t-shirt on a home what's that always called home depot goods I think a lot of people don't even realize that like um people like confidence issues doesn't even mean like um all the time feeling not good about yourself it means like feeling way too good about yourself all the time you know what I mean like you should love yourself to the fullest extent and be self-confident obviously that's what this whole episode's about but like if you think that you're perfect and can do no wrong that makes you a narcissist and like that's not a good way to be like everybody has flaws you know so people always say there's like a very thin line between confidence and cockiness I think that's the line is that like confidence cockiness is thinking that like you can't do no wrong there's something wrong with you you're literally perfect but then confidence is knowing that like you're not perfect you're not like whatever but Loving that's yourself okay anyway yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway yeah but like um i think also confidence is something like you're not necessarily born with confidence something you have to like aspire to and always work on because mm-hmm. like for me as i was talking about earlier like i obviously everyone has like social media growing up and like trying to understand like what the idea of like perfect is which is like social media standards uh, a 95 pound skinny white girl with blonde hair with cheekbones and bright blue eyes yeah and freckles and just you have to wear no makeup and has like bo- fake boobs and fake lips and all this stuff you know and who lives in the bahamas off her parents money and stuff like that yeah and is married to some ugly finance guy but, wow, we have a personal vendetta. We just named like eight qualities. Well, it's like that's, that's what, a lot. Though. That's what people push on you though, because like yeah. not only I think for like personal experience, not only did I have to deal with that growing up, like with um, the idea of like what beauty and confidence was, but also like going to a school where like I was the only girl who looked like me, and I not only had girls tell me this, but guys tell me that like. I wasn't attractive because, like, like literally word for word, because I am black. Like, or like they would like you if you were white. Yeah, if I was white. Like, um, the whole thing about like, you're pretty for a black girl. I cannot tell you how true that's. People like, oh, that's being dramatic. No, I have to say that to you. The amount of times, or like, there's one other black girl in my friend group, Kiki. Like, I also super super close with one of my best friends, and they'd be like, oh, you're prettier than Kiki. Your Kiki's prettier than you. Like, why do you feel the need to compare us just because we're both black? You know, things like that. So not only did it make me and Kiki, like, when we first met, we were so competitive because we were, like, oh, we're the only two black girls. Like, I have to be the hot one. I have to be the skinny one. I have to be the blah, 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 you know? And it's, like, not only do we have to be pit against each other, but, like, neither of us are ever going to quote-unquote win because we're not skinny, blonde, you know, stuff like that. So I feel like having to convince myself that, like, I'm never going to be that person, therefore I'm never going to be pretty, that's something that became ingrained at the time when I was, like, fucking 11 years old, you know? So imagine, like, trying to figure out who you are while also simultaneously being, like, never going to be someone that someone wants you know yeah. so then having to get to college where I'm in like a very diverse city where like for the first time I did feel attractive people like did find me attractive find me pretty etc I was like blowing it I was blowing a 10 point lead because in my head I was like 
But where's the cameras? Where's the psych? Waiting for someone to pop out and be like, haha, you thought. So, like, having to unlearn that at fucking 20 years old it fucking sucked. It fucking sucks. It's a process, you know? But it's, like, me realizing that, like, I don't need to be 90 pounds. I don't need to be, have a big ass and a Kim K waist to be pretty, you know? It's a matter of, like, I, I've got what I got and learning to love that, you know? I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount+, Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Also, I think something that's really prevalent to the adult life is surrounding yourself with people who actually support you. And I think what's prevalent in a lot of girl groups and in general, specifically in college, is that men, especially like in Greek life, this is like an occurrence that happens, like 99%, an occurrence that happens 99% of the time, is like men compare or like men try to pit women against each other, like each sorority against each other when like frats, fraternities like aren't held to the same standard. So like that's all crazy and like that's insane. And then also like when you're in college in general or like at a college party and stuff like that, like it's really hard to like, surround yourself with good people like if you don't I think I just say this because we go to like NYU and a lot of people are like it's NYU you can't make friends unless you join a Greek life which I think is like bullshit because like obviously I had a really good group of friends like my first three years and stuff and so did Sydney because it was the same one however I think there's a, a big growing curve that you have to understand and you also have to understand especially like when you're this young like nothing's permanent you know like you might end up realizing that someone who you valued like so much in your friend group might not value you or support you in the same way you support them and like it's really hard like you said sin to like unlearn stuff like that you know because like you're like oh she's just treating me the way I've always been treated so like let me be friends with her but part of the growing curve especially about like growing up and going to college is like you're actually putting me down and making all these little like micro comments at me that makes me like not sad to lose you you know and like there's two big things like I'm gonna obviously start off just by talking about looks because I feel like that's what people associate with confidence though it's so much more than that we can like get into that in a second but one thing that's interesting because like I woke up at five o'clock this morning for absolutely no reason I go back to sleep for absolutely no reason I think because I did have an energy drink as I was going to bed mm-hmm. at 1 30 why Sydney I don't know <laughs> and there's a Victoria's Secret model I'm not gonna even try to say her name because I don't Romy 
there's like eight consonants in a row. Her name's Romy, I think. Oh, Rome, okay. Romy, Romy. I don't know. I don't know um, any models. She was like an alien, but like a nice looking alien, I guess. Oh. Um, and I was like reading her page, and she's been like very open about her journey with like confidence and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like obviously, she's a fucking Victoria's Secret angel, so like obviously you would think like, oh, she has a perfect like. She's gorgeous, blonde, foreign, blue eyes, big tits. She's a fucking model. Like, obviously, she's perfect. But she was opening up about how, like, it's even, in a sense, harder for her because she does have that, like, persona where, like, she can't ever leave the house without looking, like, on tin, skinny, gorgeous, bronze, tan, whatever, you know? She said that it got so bad that, like, her shift of eating with, like, having being obsessed with, like, weighing a certain amount of weight for, like, photo shoots and stuff and, like, being certain measurements that, like, she started restricting her food so much, working out every single day that she didn't have a period for seven years. Cause not because of birth control, not because of like a pill or like a thing in her arm, but because she was so obsessed with being a certain weight that like she was just ruining her body. And then she um, was diagnosed with PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, because of her restrictive eating and how like she was causing her body so much stress, it's literally like destroying itself. And so when she got like engaged or married or whatever, or her partner, I don't know, I got her married, um, and they wanted to have a kid, they were like, you're gonna have to think of other, like, weight alternatives to, like, having children because your body cannot handle it. So she made, like, a cold turkey, like, life choice change where she was like, I'm not working out every day, I'm not doing all this, like, high intensity, like, trying to be 23-inch waist, 25, whatever. She's like, I'm eat whatever fuck I want, I'm supporting myself in a healthy way, like, go travel for me, like, work out when I feel like I need to, but not every day to, like, try and fit some standard. And she got pregnant within three months, just from, like, having such a drastic change. And she's like, I'll never go back to the lifestyle living. Like, I don't care if it, like, affects my career. Like, I'd rather be, like, healthy and, like, have ability to, like, have a family than be worrying about what people see me or view me because it's, like, quote-unquote my job. And I was thinking about that because I feel like we always criticize people on, on, like, social media, like, oh, my God, like... It's so hard being pregnant. Okay, Mass and Beer, that was a different story. I'm not, I, I can't deal with her. But, like, obviously I see these girls who are, like, gorgeous blonde models on Instagram or TikTok. And they're like, oh, my God, like, I just feel so gross today. Like, I hate myself. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. You're like the beauty standard. When I think about it, like, we're all just constantly trying to achieve something that doesn't exist. Like, there is no perfect body, no perfect looks, no perfect whatever, you know. Like, the beauty standard, quote, unquote, is going to change every five seconds. It was Marilyn Monroe. It was... That girl with the skinny, what's her name? Kate Moss. And then it's Khloe Kardashian. And then it's Kim Kardashian. And then it's Kylie. And then it's Beyonce. And then it's whoever, you know? And I feel like it's going to keep changing to the point where like there's never going to be an ideal to be perfect. You're going to keep changing your body, keep wanting to get lip fillers, and get taken out, and then get this done and that done. So I'm like, it's more about being comfortable with what you have than trying to like achieve something that doesn't exist. I saw this girl on like TikTok the other day who was walking kind of like down the streets of New York City and she was making a video and she was like, Oh, you know what I noticed? I noticed, like, a lot of, um, like, just an interesting observation. She noticed a lot of men, like, smiling at her and, like, acknowledging her and just, like, being, like, a polite passerby. And then she said she noticed a lot of women more than not kind of, like, glaring at her, scowling at her, giving her the up and down, kind of just being, like, really standoffish for no reason. Um, And that's all she said, really, in the video. And she got reported on by like six different publications like kind of like low-key publications being like girl complains about being too hot girl complains about being too sexy and she was like well that's just not what I was saying but I think what I'm trying to say is that women similar to the model that you were just talking about they get like scrutinized on social media to like look a certain way and feel a certain way time departing from looks I feel like another way at least for me that I've become confident and realizing that like not everything in life is about looks like yeah I might not be like the ideal human being for like every guy or like who girls are envious of blah 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 but like I have so much more to offer the world than like something to be stared at you know Mm -hmm. so like I think a lot of my confidence has come from like things that I have like developed on my own like talents or abilities or like interests and being like that's what I have to offer the world not oh my god, my eyes are the perfect shape or, like, my ass is voluptuous and fat as fuck. But, um, I feel like I have so much more to offer the world. That's where my confidence stems from, you know? Like, when I walk into a room and I'm like, oh my god, I'm not the hottest one here. I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm funny. I like talking to people. I'm social. Like, that's what I have to offer. So why should I give a shit about what I look like? So that's why I go out the house looking like boo-boo the fool every day because I don't give a shit anymore. Also, I think a really big thing that helped me become more confident to that 
tune is finding what worked best for me and like my facial shape with like makeup and stuff like that and hair and fashion like finding my own little corner not niche because I don't say niche anymore (laughs) in hair like what looks best for me and like my makeup and fashion that wasn't to any trend it just made like me feel confident like I don't want to like dress in like this zebra striped purple pants that everybody's wearing nowadays from like Zara but I do want to dress in like this trend and like I like this kind of sector of fashion so I think like finding my kind of place in this world where you know especially in a city like this one where everybody is so big about you know appearance finding my own and what I feel most confident in really helped me a lot and like that now they turned into hobbies like fashion is a really big hobby of mine doing my hair huge hobby I love doing my makeup I did freelance for like four years so I think if you just like take ownership of the things that make you feel confident and use them to like like really tailor them to like you personally instead of what media is telling you to do it helps a lot and then it can like it can help you like bring more things to the table I agree because I feel like I used to care so much all the time about like what I looked like now I'd be walking around the house looking like whatever the fuck I want because I don't give a shit. Like I'm not gonna see the mm-hmm. people ever again in my entire life. Why do I give a shit about their opinion of me? You know, like yeah, like walking the, down the street or something, or like yeah. going to the bodega. I, 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 like, I don't need to be like on my tins to go pick up a sprite. You know? Yeah. Because it's like I I think I've been try- I've been wearing like no makeup recently unless I'm, like I'm going out or just like wearing pajamas. I literally wore pajamas to the grocery store today because I feel like I need to become comfortable with or confident with my bare self. Like my my admin eve self before i become confident in myself and makeup and clothes whatever because i don't want that to become a mask for me you know so like that's where i'm at in my journey is like me comfortable with like the bare me like who i am to the core naked with no makeup on titties out ass naked. <laughs> i come to with that and like yeah i might not be my ideal weight or have the prettiest hair or like green eyes i have a big ass forehead i'm you know like not the ideal but whatever but, like, I need to love that and be comfortable with that before I try to change or become something I'm not, you know? Yeah. I also could just kind of, like, to not, like, if I seriously need it, I like to just not look at my Instagram Explore page or, like, click non-interested with, like, trigger points on TikTok and stuff like that. That helps a lot, too. My entire Explore page is uh, mac and cheese and egg and rings. <laughs> That's my niche. I have to say my Explore page is very, like, influencer in the wild so I more often than not encounter like the ideals kind of standard of what I want to look like in like this perfect world that probably doesn't even suit me or my body so I think also kind of coming up with like active steps to take whenever you do kind of start to feel a certain way because of something that you can pinpoint so like if you see a picture and you're like oh my god and you start to feel like sad or like get a certain way I think coming up with like a few steps they could be like doing things that make you feel confident, hang out with people who make you feel confident, like whatever. Watching something that makes you feel confident, I think like ha- taking tangible steps is going to put you in a pattern and a mindset where you stop feeling bad about yourself mm-hmm. when those situations do happen because they're inevitable, you know? And it's like small things that like you can do or that like at least I've done that have helped me because I realized I talked about with this about, I've talked about this with you before like years ago, but like. I realized that, like, when I went through who I was following on Instagram, the only person, like, that's, like, obviously not my friends or, like, Beyonce or whatever that I followed were, like, very skinny, white, blue-eyed, tan, European Instagram models. And they don't, like, do anything but post pictures of themselves. And, like, seeing that on my feed every day made me feel like shit. Made me feel overweight. It made me feel, like, unattractive, undesirable. Like, I don't like that. I'm not going to be attracted to other people, you know? And I unfollowed all of them. And now I, I probably follow three influencers. And two of them are, like, lawyers that I, like, just look up to. One of them is Bridget because I love Bridget. And I feel like she is so positive and, like, honest about hers. It's not just, like, oh, I'm wearing a pretty dress, you know? And, like, I value that so much more than, like, oh, wow, she has pretty pictures. Like, what the fuck is that going to do for me, you know? And then I also, like, made a point about following more people who look like me. Because I feel like this is one weird thing. Everyone will follow, like, a pretty white girl influencer. But, like, only black people will follow black influencers. Just so weird to me. Because it's, it's, a, it's a commentary subconsciously about 
people's beauty standards you know it's like i've made it a conscious point to like follow people that do look like me that i can look up to and like oh i like her style like her body like the way that fits her body because that's my body type you know so like being able to see myself reflected in people that are like that who might be interested in fashion and beauty and careers and law like i find so much more value in that than just like oh she's skinny and pretty and it's gonna make me feel shit by myself let me follow her and like tiktok with that too like most people i follow are like well besides hotman are like people who are lawyers or are like going through law school or like are doing something like insane entrepreneurs whatever because like i find that more inspiring than like oh look i can wear gucci shoes and i'm skinny you know because like, it's personalized because like you want to be a lawyer and so you follow lawyers and you want to hold these certain ideals to yourself morally in this certain fashion sense. So you follow Bridget. You know how like yeah. personalized that is? It's not, you're not just following people because you're like. But they're pretty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I feel like that's going to be more for me in the end. Like it's going to help me with my confidence subconsciously, you know, just like that's yeah. my whole spiel with social media. So it's honestly kind of designed to make you feel like shit. But that's just what I've been thinking. <laughs> And that's so Raven. That's so Sydney. Yes, it is. I think that's it. Do you have anything else you have to say? Je ne sais quoi, je vois le baguette, fromage. That's all I have to say. Guys, we're going to LA and Vegas next week. Yeah, oh my God. Are we gonna, I remember we were planning on filming an episode like in Vegas. Do we want to do that anymore? I'm just thinking of vlog, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have two vlogs up, one about LA and one about Vegas. Or are they the same one? I think the same one. They're the, just kidding. Well, we They're the, the same one. The apartment tour, too. And the apartment tour is after also clean up. After clean up, which is going to be soon. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening. You can listen to us again, Z's, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeart. You can follow us on Instagram at Crying in Public Podcast and YouTube and TikTok at the exact same name exactly. aforementioned. I don't know why I just don't say follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Crying a Public Podcast, but I just say like follow us on YouTube at Crying a Public Podcast and TikTok and Instagram. <laughs> um, and I think that's it. That's all I have to say. We are going to miss you until next week or a few days when we post our mini and love you. Thank you for your support and smooches. Love these. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.